Ajana Orozco is like a lot of people. She's a recent college grad. She went to UCLA. Uh, she's working a gig job to make ends meet while she studies up for her dream job, which is to become a lawyer. Ajana also happens to be trans. And she was working at Lyft and then Uber trying to make more money. But when she tried to drive for Uber, she got lost in customer support limbo. My photo was rejected and I contacted them and asked them, why was my photo rejected? And they're like, oh, because it doesn't match your driver's license photo. And I was like, okay, I get that, but that's me. I'm Gustavo Arellano. You're listening to The Times, daily news from the LA Times. It's Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. Uber's under fire for its treatment of transgender drivers like Ajana after the LA Times published a story about the alleged mistreatment. Today, we'll hear from my colleague who broke the story. And we'll also hear more from Ajana, who hopes other Uber drivers won't ever have to go through what she went through. Suhana Hussein is a business reporter for the LA Times. Suhana, welcome to the Times. Hey, thanks for having me. So you started hearing stories from transgender drivers about their experiences with Uber. What did they tell you? I talked to several trans drivers who had this issue where their accounts were put on hold because their documents were marked as fraudulent by the company. I get it. Like, my picture doesn't match what I look like today. But then I'm thinking, well, whose does really, right? Ajana had, I feel like, a particularly bad experience with Uber's support desk. She was kind of pulled in a million different directions in terms of what they were saying was the issue with her account. Then I got a message from Uber saying that my account was on hold because my photo didn't correspond with my ID. Basically, their accounts were suspended and then like permanently banned. This happened to five drivers that I know of, all of them pretty much couldn't get the company to reactivate their accounts, no matter what they tried. One of them eventually was able to do it with help from the ACLU. Who was that driver? His name was Adrian Escobedo. Adrian had just moved to Bakersfield last summer and he has a fiance and he has a kid. So, you know, he needed to make money. And he starts to drive for Uber and then Just like that same morning that he started driving, a few hours later, he got locked out of his account. Basically, the company was like, your profile picture that you submitted is fraudulent. He kept trying to resubmit the profile picture and he tried over and over again. And every time it was marked fraudulent. At first, he was just confused. He was like, there's something wrong with the system. Why is it processing this wrong. And then eventually he realized what might be the issue, which is the image of him in his driver's license is from before he transitioned genders. And the profile picture that you were required to submit when you drive for Uber, for him, that was after he transitioned. So he was like, I guess Uber thinks I'm pretending to be a person I'm not. And this is why they keep marking my documentation is fraudulent. And eventually, you know, he kept trying to talk to the company. He kept like, you know, pinging their support desk and 
It just felt like he was kind of banging his head against a wall. Nobody seemed to understand or process what he was saying correctly, and he was permanently banned from the account. What does Uber usually do with background checks and IDs? Like, how do they verify someone's the person that they say that they are? When I asked Uber to respond to some of these issues, a spokesperson at Uber told me that they do have this system that compares your government ID, like your driver's license, to your profile picture that you submitted. They use this as like a fraud detection-like measure and... It's uh, easy to assume that that is kind of what happened in these five cases where drivers were permanently banned. But for everyone I talked to, they were kind of understanding that hiccups happen sometimes. But what was really infuriating to them was that they kept trying to get the issue corrected and it just seemed impossible. So I uploaded another photo and they said I have to wait another three to five business days. And then after I got finished with the support, then I got a message from Uber saying that my account was on hold because my photo was still not, didn't correspond with my ID. And so then I contacted them again. And while I was on the phone, then they're like, okay, use the Uber app and take a picture to prove your identity. So I did. And they're like, okay, well, you're going to have to wait three to five days. We're going to submit a ticket and you will be contacted. So just wait to be contacted. I was like, wait, so now I have to wait another three to five days? And they're like, yeah, we're, we're, don't, we, we're not, that's not our department. So I had submitted the photo while I was on the, online with them. And I, after I hung up, then my photo was rejected. And it said that, my photo was rejected because they said we have determined that profile photo you submitted to Uber appears to be altered. I'm like, altered? So I contacted them again and I was like, wait, why is it saying I'm alt- I altered it if I took it as I'm speaking to the representative using your app? So how am I going to alter it on your app, right? And again and again, they got scripted responses like, we'll look into this, we'll get back to you in three to five days. The other response that they tended to get was, we will be escalating this to a specialized team. And then they never heard from any specialized team. It just sounds so frustrating. And I'm sure for a lot of these trans drivers, really traumatic to have to be told you're not who you say you are. And yet the people that you talk to, they still wanted to work with Uber. So if they had so many issues with Uber, why did they want to keep driving for them? For several of these people, this was their main source of income. One person I talked to, her name is Monty. Uh, She lives in Philadelphia. She was driving for Uber full time. And she even told me like, Uber was the app that she preferred to drive for because in her area, she was able to make more money for Uber than she was for like DoorDash. Like it wasn't, it just, the money wasn't the same. So she really relied on this. And in her situation, actually, the sequence of events was very confusing because she actually had already been driving for Uber for a year. Her documentation had been fine. She had originally signed up for the app before she transitioned. And then in 
the summer, Uber had announced this like huge Pride Month initiative and the company said that finally it was going to allow trans drivers to change the name that is displayed on their profile to reflect the name that they actually go by now instead of the birth name or like their legal name that they might not have changed yet to reflect their identity now. So Uber, they launched this webpage that was titled something like, I'm trans and I need help with, you know, my profile. And they had a form that people could submit to change either their profile picture or their name on the app. Monty saw this and she was like, okay, yeah, like I do want to change my profile picture. Like I don't look like who I did like a year ago when I started driving for Uber. She submitted this form and then her account went dark. She was taken offline while the company, I guess, processed that information. It sounds like when people submitted that form that the company wanted to re-verify all their documentation. So her account was taken offline. She couldn't drive. And then when she finally heard something from the company, they were like, this account is fraudulent and they permanently banned her. And she couldn't drive for Uber anymore. More after the break. And we're back with LA Times reporter Suhana Hussein. And Suhana, you were telling us about how Uber had launched this campaign for Pride saying we're going to be a welcoming place for trans drivers. We're going to help them work for us. And yet the ones that you were talking to said that they were still having problems after this big announcement. Yeah, everyone I talked to, their problems happened after this announcement, all five drivers and also another driver, Sam, who I spoke to, who had a different set of issues. He signed up to drive for Uber Eats. Uh, You know, he had to submit his like driver's license and the name that showed up on his profile was his legal name, but not his name that he goes by now. It was his dead name. Exactly. And so he wanted to change that and he contacted Uber support and it was kind of a really rough experience for him because even when he was talking to Uber support, they referred to him by his dead name. It seemed to him like they were just sending some scripted response that made no sense every single time uh, to the point where he was sending sometimes gibberish questions just to see what their response would be if they were actually paying attention to what he was describing. But basically, he would send a message No matter what he said, it seemed like they would say the same thing every time. Um, It took him three days to finally figure out the issue. And keep in mind, this is after Uber is saying that they can display your true name on the app. It's nothing different than anything else I've ever experienced throughout my whole life. In many places where I wasn't allowed to be, Um, People didn't accept me for who I was. So this was kind of like that same situation. But I was like, wait, this is me. Um, And 
I just did, I knew I didn't want to back down from this. Uber at first, um, when I had reached out to them, said essentially they were always working to improve drivers' experience. They said that they had partnered with the National Center of Trans Equality to train their staff to respond better to these concerns that they had processed like more than, I think almost 2,000 requests since they launched this Pride initiative. Um, they'd processed that many requests to have name changes or profile changes. And yeah, essentially they said that we've done all this work uh, and we'll, you know, we're always trying to improve the experience. And then I think you know, when I came back to them with more questions, uh, the spokesperson said that the company apologized for the experience that these drivers that I spoke to had and that they were working to reactivate the accounts of the drivers who I wrote about. But I don't know if they haven't announced any sort of like broader policy change or initiative to correct this problem, as far as I know. We'll be back right after this break. Welcome back. Suhana, your article about these driver struggles with Uber published and government officials took notice and started to get involved. Like a month and a half after I published the story in December, a coalition of California city attorneys, the city attorney of Los Angeles, San Diego, and San Francisco, they sent a letter to Uber asking Uber to respond to questions about their treatment of trans drivers. They are specifically trying to determine if what happened to these drivers I spoke to was like a few one-off incidences or if it, they were part of a broader pattern of how Uber treats trans drivers. And they said that some of the actions of the company were potentially violations of law that the city attorneys could enforce. And what was Uber's response to that? Uber said essentially uh, that they would cooperate with these city attorneys. And I assume that means they'll answer their questions. Uh, and reiterate, they reiterated some of the, you know, initiatives they've done in support of trans and other LGBTQ drivers and customers. And then finally, have you heard from some of the drivers in your stories about how things are going for them right now? I've heard from several of the drivers that I spoke to whose accounts have been reactivated since the story published. One of the drivers I spoke to, Ajana, is now driving for Uber again, I believe, now that her account has been reactivated. In the meantime, like while her account had been off and after she was banned or after her account was taken offline with Uber, she had been driving for Lyft. But it sounds like now she's also driving with Uber again. You know, and it was already getting frustrating. And so I'm like, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going to go work for Lyft. And then that's when um, the article came out with, on the LA Times. And then um, Uber stated that they were going to, you know, fix all of our accounts and do everything. And then when I looked 
back onto my Uber account, then all of a sudden, everything was good to go. That trans people, or even non-binary folks, right? They might, like, and then plus anybody else who really looks like their ID, unless you walk into a place right after you've taken the picture for your driver's license, right? But I have everything else that shows it's me, except for my picture maybe looking different. And yeah, I know I can go get it changed and all that, but at the same time, I kind of think it's important to show people that, hey, what's in your mind of what a trans person looks like, sounds like, <laughs> you know, is like. I'm no different than anybody else. And at the same time, why do I always have to say I'm trans in order for something to be, except for me to be accepted in a space? Suhana, thank you so much for this conversation. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this episode of The Times, daily news from the LA Times. Tomorrow, avocados from Mexico and why they're currently banned from entering the U.S. Our show is produced by Shannon Lynn, Denise Guerra, Kasha Brasalian, Ashley Brown, and Angel Carreras. Our engineer is Mario Diaz. Our editor is Kinsey Moreland. Our executive producers are Hasmin Aguilera and Shawnee Hilton. And our theme music is by Andrew Epen. Like what you're listening to? Then make sure to follow The Times on whatever platform you use. Don't make us to Puccia Podcasts. I'm Gustavo Arellano. We'll be back tomorrow with all the news in Desmadre. Gracias. Gracias.